The title of today's message is going to be Let me try that again. Okay. The title of today's message is going to be Tucker. Killing me, Smalls. How many people feel bad for Tucker right now? Yeah, Tucker raised his hand. Actually, Tucker didn't have anything to do with that. That was a setup, y'all. The title of today's message is The Noise. Outside noises. Outside noises. Inside noises. You see, noises we just found out can be annoying and very, very distracting, right? The noise. Everyone say, the noise. It's all around us. It's all around us. Everywhere we go, in our home, in our cars, at work, at church, Anywhere you go, what we hear and what we can hear and do hear affects what we do and how we feel. If you're taking notes, uh, we, I, I'm not like Pastor Josh. How many of you know we're all different? Thank God we're all different. Thank God he's not me and thank God I'm not him. I said that kind of strong on the second end of that, right? Thank God. Thank God he's not me. And thank God I'm not him. So, you know, the noise will affect our peace. I don't have notes, so you're going to want to lean in, take your phone, take a paper, take something, and you're going to want to take notes. I don't have those. And I do that at some level because I'm not as nice as Pastor Josh. I'm like, you know what? Forget you. Lean in. Take notes. I'm not going to make that easy on you. you just, you're going to have to figure this out, you know. Back in my day, we used to write on stone tablets, and that's just how we learned, right? Pastor Larry's really old. Well, it can affect our peace. Case in point, noise can affect our peace. Here's why. The business of news is a business. You hear me? The business of news is a business. CNN, CBS, ABC, Fox, CNN, CNN, NBC, HIJK, LMNOP, podcasts, whatever it is that you're listening to, is that they absolutely need ratings. They need ratings. Why? It's a business. News is a business, and it gets really loud. You turn the news on in the morning, whatever station you listen to, CNN, Fox, whatever it is that's your cup of tea, what I want you to know is that they are siding with what they want you to hear, and they have listened to me. This is going to help you. You're going to want to write this down. This is in our lives. This is a saying they have in the news industry. You ready? What bleeds, what bleeds, leads. They don't start out the newscast coming up next. Some guy saves a cat. And... Not that I don't like cats. Don't get me wrong. Don't judge me. I like cats. I think they taste like chicken. No, that, I'm, that's bad. That was, that's wrong. No, I do like cats. <laughs> but what bleeds leads, what they're going to tell you is, up next, teachers are striking everywhere. 
We don't even know if we're going to have school. We don't know if schools will ever exist again as we know them. COVID is ramping back up. Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. Listen, we're not talking politics. I'm just saying, guys, do you understand what bleeds, leads in our minds and it, it will infiltrate your peace? Is Deshaun Watson even gonna play for the Cleveland Browns? Whoa, for some of you, that's bad news. For some of you, that's good news. Some of you, that's no news and you don't care. But you understand, I wanna set the stage about how important we understand what noise does to our lives. Let me give you an example, what noise does. We kind of felt that with thinking something was wrong with my, the, the microphone and stuff, right? Let me give you, and I'm gonna use a sports analogy for those of you that hate sports, please just lean in and check in, but some of you will understand this. What happens, kind of work with me here, right? I want you to talk back to me here. What happens when you're at, say, an Ohio State game, you're at the game at home, and the opposing team, it's fourth and one at their own end zone. What happens in the stadium? It gets what? It gets really loud. Why do we do that? What is it? It's a distraction. It gets super loud. Why? So that it can affect the other team, so they can't focus, they can't hear, they don't know what's going on, they don't hear the command of the one that's leading them. Hello, let me say it again. They don't hear the command, the count, what's going on of the one that's leading them. Guys, we do the same things in our life, lives with noise so that we don't hear God. Outside noises. My wife will tell you, I'm gonna give you another example. Noise, um, I'm the worst navigation person in the world, ever. Is that true? That her and I, it is a contention. She's no better, but because I'm a dude, I'm supposed to be better. I'm not, I'm just telling you. When, when we go somewhere and we travel, she'll make fun of me, it's okay, I'm used to it. You know, and if you're a guy that's gonna give me directions, listen, don't tell me, all right, Larry, when you go down 161, you're gonna go, you're gonna go north on, I'm like, time out, right or left, bro. <laughs> right, no, north? I don't know, I'm just going 161, right? I think, I see the sun, it's late, it appears I'm going west. I got that much. But then I gotta figure out, no, no, right? I'm a horrible navigation person. And I can remember when we would go to Myrtle Beach, we'd have the kids and we'd all be having fun. And then we'd get in this directional challenge of where there were a bunch of different directions and, and the music's up and the kids are screaming. And what would I do when it would get close to, I'm not knowing what I'm doing. What would I have everybody do? Get quiet. Turn down the It's noise. I can't turn a steering wheel if the radio is up too loud. Does that make sense? But, but I can't, I'm paralyzed. It's like, uh, uh, turn the radio down. Ooh, okay. Noise will affect us in an incredible way. Let me ask this question to you because I believe it bears the question. What 
are the noisemakers or noise, something that's making noise that's in your life. I want you to literally stop and think for a minute. I'm literally pausing. What, what's noisy in your life? It can be a lot of things. I want to share one besides your own that's infiltrating the church today, and it's this, is that God, it's a lot of noise. It's in college, work, schools, everywhere you go. God's not alive, he's dead. It's irrelevant for today. This book, this book we have called the Bible, it's not for today. It doesn't fit. It's full of fables. Where is your God? It's not for today. Does he even exist? What's he do? Where is your God? We get it from the world, y'all. There's a lot of noise being made in the secular world that God doesn't even exist. And it starts us to question our own faith. There's Christians that mean really well, and I've talked to them, and they say things that literally will contradict the word of God. And I'm like, I, I, I understand why you feel that way, but I don't understand why you're saying that and buying in to the lies of the enemy. And here's what I want to tell you. There's some good news. It's great news. Is that God, whether we believe it or not, you know, let me, let me just say this. I want you to try an experiment today. Well, actually, I don't. Let, let me retract this statement. Someone, someone's going to go home and get hurt. If you were to go home out of your own negligence and get on top of your roof and say, there is no gravity, there is no gravity, there is no gravity, absolutely no gravity, and jump, do you think your disbelief in gravity is going to let you float? There's a law of gravity, whether you believe it or not, and your bottom is headed to the ground really quick. The reality is that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Listen, the same God that raised people from the dead is the same God. The God who healed the lepers, he's the same God. The God who calmed the seas, he's the same God. The God who blew on the walls of Jericho for Joshua, he is the same God for you. The God of Moses who parted the sea, he has not changed. He is the same God today that will redeem the drug addict, that will redeem the prostitute, that will redeem the drug dealer, that will redeem 
those of us and heal us that are brokenhearted, that will heal our minds, heal our physical bodies, work in our life day to day as long as we seek him first. Amen. Somebody shout amen. It's the same God. It's the same God. Well, there's other noisemakers. Maybe it's in a job. This might be for somebody. It was the first service. They came up to me and said, wow, that hit me right between the eyes. That was me. You were speaking to me. Well, it was the Holy Spirit speaking to you. God gives us the Holy Spirit. Maybe you're in a job. If you're a believer today and you're in a job and you hate it, and this is called your scary Sunday. It's a real thing because tomorrow's Monday and you have to go to work. And we hate Sunday. We hate it because tomorrow's work day. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about it and say, God, if my steps are ordered of God, because they are, the Bible says the steps of a righteous man and a righteous woman are ordered of God. If you are, your steps are ordered, and they are, here's what it means. You're fighting against, listen to me, listen, there's things that we say that are just not right as Christians. There's things that we say that are just not right, and it's dishonoring to God. We need to go to work and say, God, you have blessed me with a job. I'm not happy where I'm at right now, but because my steps are ordered, I'm gonna stand in faith. I'm gonna seek you first. I'm gonna find out what it is that you have me in this place that I just don't like, but God, open my eyes, open my heart so that I can be the steps, the eyes, the hands of Jesus Christ at this moment in this place because you have ordered my steps. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm, I don't like it, but it's what I'm going to do. You see, because shock, you know what? Newsflash, your life is not yours. Just saying. Probably not going to like some people, make people happy. Your life was bought with a price. It's not yours. It is not yours at all. If you're a believer, you gave it away. You gave it away when you said Jesus. And you know, we do this in songs. All of you, Jesus except for maybe this much. All of you, Lord, except for maybe that. All of you, God, except for maybe this or that. You wanna have peace in this noisy world? Maybe it's a job, maybe it's school, maybe it's your kids. Well, I, I have this um, little saying that's on my desk, and this you're gonna wanna write down. It'll change your life. I'm serious. It's not scripture, but kind of. Okay, you can call it second opinion of Larry, first chapter. And it goes something like this. What you allow to continue, comma, will. I'm going to say it again. What you allow to continue, will. I have it right on my, why? Because listen, man, sometimes everyone's job, everyone's life you have to say, you know, God, I, you need to get into my heart. You need to get into my head. Open my eyes. What do I do with this? Because I don't think it should continue if it's a thing that has to do with God. So if you have kids and it's just noisy, I'm going to say it again. What you allow to continue will. Well, we have a two-year-old. A, a two I'm going to lose people online. I'm going to lose people right here. 
and I'm okay with it. You know, we have a two-year-old Larry, and we just, we can't even go out to eat. I, I am literally, physically, emotionally, mentally blown away with a parent who's in her 20s and 30s that a two-year-old is now running an entire family. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm literally shocked. You can't go out to eat. I'm not even going to get on. I need to move on. I'm not going to get on that. So box, your kids, well, they're yours. What you allow to continue will. It's uncertainty, your future, all of these things, all of this noise. I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know about my job. I don't know about money. I don't even know about my health. I don't know what's going on. I mean, we entertain things that we, we see a mole on our hand and we look it up and I got melanoma skin cancer. I'm gonna be dead in four weeks. Honey, order a coffin. Now, I know that's weird and morbid, but we do it. We allow noise to get in our life that supersedes what God is saying for our life. That should be good news for somebody. That should be good news. It's gonna give you peace of mind. I'm gonna help you how to get there. I wanna borrow a verse from a song from a group called the Zach Brown Band. Anybody heard of the Zach Brown Band? Okay, all you, you guys, shame on you. Y'all listen to secular music, man. That's okay, so did I. That's how I found it, that's how I know it. It's called Chicken Fried. Chicken Fried. Now some of you are gonna Google it, and I'm not saying you should listen to it. I'm just using it in my sermon, okay? Don't judge me. And it goes to a verse and it says, I'm not gonna sing it, I'll, I'll bury that pain. There's no dollar sign on a peace of mind. This I've come to know. You see, we, we understand how we buy a peace of mind. There is no dollar sign on a peace of mind. You know what? And if there was, it would be $11 trillion to have a peace of mind. How many of you want peace of mind in your life? Your head just to be, okay, some of you don't. That's okay. But most of you do. So those of you that don't, I can't help those that don't. But those of you that want a peace of mind, I'm going to help you today. This is going to help you. And we're moving on. Well, how do I get it? Well, you can't buy it. You cannot buy it. You cannot buy a peace of mind. And it starts with this. We're gonna read, if you have your Bibles, if you have your phones, Bible app, whatever it might be, go to Psalms. Find it here, Psalms, chapter 46. starting in verse nine. And it says, he, everyone say he. Okay, say it like I can hear you. Say he. 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 Who is he? It's not a trick question. Who is he? God. God is good all the time and all the time. Right, let's, let, let's, let's do that again. God is good and all the time. He is. Are you getting it? He's good. You want a peace of mind? You got to know he is good. You got to know. You got to know. You got to trust. It says, he makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shield, shields with fire. He's going to fight for us. And then it goes to this. Be still 
and know that I am God. How do we have a peace of mind in a world that's bombarding us with news and information and the enemy attacking our mind? It's simply this. I'll just listen for a minute. Be still. Be still and know that he is God. Stop for just a minute in the chaos, in the mess, the work, the things that have to get done, the things we have to do, the people that we are. Stop for just a minute and start thinking about who God is in your life. Be still. It's a hard thing. Ladies and gentlemen, it is such a hard thing to do in the world we live in because everything is done by this. Got to go. Got to do. Got to be. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Got to go to this. We've got five kids. They're all involved in sports. I got to go to work. I've got to do this. The grass needs cut. I got to do that. We are driven to the insanity and the enemy keeps us so busy with things that we can't be Still, for just one second, and know that he is God. The Bible says, this is a good one. I'm not really a person that, I mean, I like the Old Testament, but let's go there. Let's go to Nahum. Let's go to Nahum. Find it. Nahum. Chapter one, verse seven. It says, the Lord is what? Good. He is good. Y'all, he's good. He is good. The world will tell you that he's not. You might even, and let me stop for just a minute. You might have had an experience that you think God is not good because of your experience, because disappointment is the result of unmet expectation, and your expect expectation of what you think God should have done, it was messed up, so now you think he's not good, so now you're therefore disappointed. Does that make sense to anyone? No, God is always good. He's always good. He's a refuge in times of trouble, now listen to this. He cares for those who trust him. Oh, so I, I think God cares for everyone. No, you're not hearing the verse. Do we have any nurses in the house? Got any nurses, doctors, any nurses? Okay, have you ever tried to care for someone who doesn't want your help? Have you ever, probably, People sign out of the hospital all the time. I'm out. I'm not doing this. Well, I need you to do this. I'm not doing that. Listen, listen. God, you need to understand this. God cares, meaning physically, he will care for those. See, not like he cares because he loves us. No, he will physically care for you if you what? Trust him. If you didn't learn anything today, you need to know, if you trust God, 
he can care for you. If you don't, he cannot care for you. He cannot. You have to trust him. What does trust look like? Well, it looks like this. Well over 100 people came in here today in this room. And you had a whole lot of trust. Why? Well, I believe probably not one of you before you sat down went, let me check this chair out before I flop my bottom in it. Probably not a one of us. Y'all just came in, sat in the same seats and just down you went. That's trust. You know, I almost thought I should saw one of the legs and somebody go tumbling to show <laughs> the No, but, but here's why. You've been here before. You've trusted chairs. Your trust was in something. And because you've experienced it worked, you sat in the same seat, some of you. You sat down. Why? Because of experience. Is somebody getting this? Because of experience. You've said, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. And then he comes through. You go, you know what, God? I trusted you there. I'm going to trust you here. I'm going to hear your word. I'm going to know that I can trust you. I'm going to know that trust. See, trust's a big deal with God. It's a super big deal. I want to close with this. Most of us, if Daniel can come and help me, most of us understand external peace of mind. What, what does that look like? External peace of mind looks like this. Some of us that own homes or even rent, have an apartment, house, we have uh, what we call a home. It's where we live. And a number of us, not all of us, but a number of us do a number of things and maybe all these things that gives us somewhat of peace of mind, the external part. What do we do? Well, we buy security systems. It's fair. I'm not against them. We buy them, right? Does that make sense? Right? Is anybody getting this? So, so we buy security systems. We buy cameras. Oh, you know the ring. You, know, you get to see a lot of crazy stuff on the ring. You know? But we got the ring. Feel safe. I got double bolt, triple bolt, quadruple bolt door. Lock all of our doors. And sometimes we buy guns. Not against guns. It's okay. Have them right, you know, loaded, ready to go, right by the nightstand. We have dogs, big dogs, even little dogs, so we can hear them go, yep, yep, yep. What's wrong? We build fences. We have all kinds of things that give us somewhat an external peace of mind. <sighs> I can sleep tonight. If that were true, I talked to so many people, ladies and gentlemen that don't sleep at night at all. They try to lay their head down and they don't have a peace of mind. 
There's a lot of reasons. It's a whole nother message. They just, they don't sleep well. For a lot of reasons, it could be maybe including me, sin in my life. There's that word again. If you have sin in your life and God's spoken to you, you need to get rid of it, you won't rest well. The Bible talks about that. You will not rest well. There's sin in your life. Can't sleep at night, Larry. I just, I go to bed and I wake up and then I... Maybe it's unforgiveness, which is sin. Unforgiveness in our lives. Maybe it's God has been speaking to you through the Holy Spirit, saying, here's some adjustments you need to make, and we just keep going, no. And so there's no peace. And so because of that, it's a judgment-free zone, right? Because of that at times, because it's, I want to talk to you real, is that okay? Can I, can I do that? Because this is real. People take drugs, Alcohol, pills, wine. So we don't really throw that in there. But you got to oh, have to drink a glass of wine. It's judgment free. But I want you to know, God is a jealous God. And I hear this because we say things all the time in our lives that we don't understand and get. God is a jealous God. If you are substituting something he wants to give that is a counterfeit, you pay the price And it kind of takes him off. He wants to be our all in all. If you need to take something, listen, there's no judgment here. I want you to know that God gives peace. He can give you a peace that passes understanding. But it starts with being still. It starts with knowing that he is God. Did you know that the Bible says that while you sleep, while you sleep, God works on your behalf. Let's stop for just a moment. That was a nice drink. You can lay your head down at night knowing that God has your back. The word peace comes from a Latin word. And the word peace in Latin is pax, like P-A-X, pax. And it's where we get our word pact. There's a peace pact, right? So we get our word pact, it's word pact, or agreement, listen, it's a, you know how we make pacts, pacts with Israel and other countries. See, that's the word it's using. It's peace. We want to have peace. We want to have peace in our minds. Let's translate that. So the word pact or agreement to end a war or any dispute or conflict. Imagine if that's in your mind. There's a war going on in your mind. Am I going to be okay? Are my kids going to be okay? How am I going to eat? As we've said, is the world gone to hell in a handbasket, as it's said? What am I going to do? My grandkids. See, we've made a pact with God that said, 
he would give us peace of mind. He said he's given us the mind of Christ. It's the word. It's not me. It's not a hoopla. It's not a, you know, Larry, you're such a motivator. I I don't want to be a motivator. I want to be an educator that lets somebody understand something and see something so that they can grow in the word of God and not be stuck. It's not about motivation. He's given us the mind of Christ. So when we can start realizing who Jesus is and how even at times, and finally with this, and I'm going to read one last scripture. This is probably going to tick off people right, right here watching and people that are here. Here's what we do with God. Now hear me and hear my heart. Hear God's heart. Most of us know that Jesus died for our sins. We know he was beaten, right? It's bad. Sometimes I just, I think, eh. See, I was lost and now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. I was a bad dude. I was in the kingpin of sinners, but I was on my way to hell. But here's what we do. Let's pretend if Daniel had his hair down, he would really make this work so much better, but he looks like Jesus, right? He's one handsome guy, I gotta tell you. If I wasn't married, I would, no, I'm just kidding. Way out of line, retract that out of this message. If that was Jesus standing there, and if this is how it happens in heaven, I'm not saying it is, right? So this is my version. So Larry comes up and there's always either Peter, Gabriel, right? There's some angel there. We've heard the stories and you know, you come up and he's like, Larry, I'm so glad you're here. And I'm like, oh, so good to be here. Yo, what's up, Jesus? Hey, first person I want to see is my grandmother. What? What? Come on. Some of you are not going to like. Well, I'll tell you, and I hear people say it all the time. Tell you what, when I get to heaven, the first thing I'm going to do is this. And I'm like, nada. It's not happening. No, no. You're going to cross a space and see a face. Thank God, not his, but the face of Jesus. And that's all you're going to want to know. Everything else that you think you wanted to do, it will be melted in the very presence of a loving God that sent his son who died for us that says, when it, he said, it is finished. I have done everything they need. They have everything they need to be successful on this earth. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, we say this all the time. Oh my gosh, one of these days when I get to heaven, oh, this life is so painful. Oh man, if it could just end now. Oh Jesus, take me home. If I could just have a little corner in a cabin somewhere. Those are all things that we think that are all wrong. Because Jesus said this, I came that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly today to live a life full of me so the world can see what lives in you can live in them and they can be redeemed from the curse of this world. Woo, that is amazing. There's a difference. There's a difference. Let me read this so we can get out of here. Promise. We're gonna go to John. The book of John, chapter 14. 
you know, I can remember, <clears throat> you know, before I got saved, um, I started dating my wife, and if I wanted to be in her father's good graces, I, I needed to go to church, and uh, of all things, which was, I mean, I was a pretty cool dude. I think I'm a pretty cool dude now, but I was a pretty cool dude then, had my, my image to keep, and I remember there was a lady that prayed for me. Her name was Mrs. Ball. She's one of my best friends. I know some of you have heard this story, but she would always pray for me, and I would go over to his house, and I, didn't, I would always be like, dude, I'm gonna honk the horn. Please come out. Your mom's weird. I didn't know God. She was weird. She was always like, praise the Lord, Larry. I'd be like, ooh, yeah, yeah. Weird lady. <laughs> I didn't get it. And she would say, Larry, one of these days, God has a plan for your life. I believe you're gonna be a preacher. And you've heard me say this. I'm like, we about to go out and get drunk. I, don't, I didn't say that to her. But I'm like, I don't, yeah, you're missing it somewhere, lady. That's eh, not happening. And I'll never forget, one day I went over and she gave me a white Bible. For the love of Pete, if you're going to give a Bible, don't give a white Bible to a dude. And I'll never forget, and this is headed somewhere, is <laughs> I remember I went to church and I, I met him at church. And literally, if I could have seen myself, you know, with a drone, you know, up above, I had this white Bible and I, I was like this. I was like going into the church, like, it's not really mine. It's some ladies. I found it. And I remember sitting there for the first time. This is it going to help somebody? I remember sitting there, and I'd never been to church. Didn't know God. But I was going because I wanted to impress her father and her. So maybe you're here, and you're doing it for some other reason. God has a plan for your life. Steps of a righteous man and woman are ordered to the Lord. It's not by chance you're here today. It's not by chance I was there that day. And I remember taking the Bible and pastor says, turn in your Bibles to Nahum. You know, and I'm like, I mean, I'm used to school stuff. Like, don't we all just do page numbers? Turn in your science book to 229. And so I'm like, kind of looking, I'm a pretty smart, pretty sharp guy, and they're flipping, and they're, I'm like, okay, maybe it's more this way. And by the time I got to it, hey, turn in your, Matthew, uh, your, your Bibles to Matthew, chapters, and I'm like, they're going that way. I was so embarrassed, but I stuck it out. There was something there. Today you're here, it's not by chance. Some of you can't lay your head down at night. You have no peace. And I want you to have peace. I want you to know that you can and will have peace. Now I carry this book. I own it. Why? There's life in it. There's hope in it. There's redemptive power in it. There's healing in it. Not like the world gives at all. Chapter 14, verse 25. All this, as we close, I have spoken while I was still with you. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. Now listen, listen, that's what I'm doing today. And the Holy Spirit, not Larry, 
and will remind you of everything I said to you. The Holy Spirit will remind us of everything that he said to you. And then he said this, as a reminder, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. For he has overcome the world.